everyone. Welcome back to Parked Car Convos. I am Maddie Mitchell. I am your host today. Today and every day, really. Um, I'm your host because it's my podcast. Anyways, um, I hope you guys are having a good Monday. I hope you're having a good start to your week um, whenever you're listening to this. So maybe it's the end of your week. I don't know. I don't I don't know your life. That's, you know, this is a very one-sided relationship, unfortunately. Um, I'm really excited for today's episode. Uh, it's Reddit confessions. If you couldn't tell by the title, which I'm sure you could, cause you're pretty smart people and I'm sure you could use some deductive reasoning when the title says reading Reddit confessions again, maybe that's note to self. That's what I'm titling this episode. Anyways, how are we doing? Okay. So, so, okay. 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 I'm all over the place. First and foremost, I was on my friend Tori's podcast, um, last week. And the episode came out yesterday when you're listening to this. So you should definitely go listen to Ready to be Petty, which is Tori's podcast that I was on. We talked about recent Kardashian drama. We talked about uh, Shawn Mendes dating his 50-year-old chiropractor. We talked about uh, Sex Lives of College Girls, which if you are not watching that show, what are you doing? It is seriously my favorite show right now. Um, it's a work of Mindy Kaling art and you should definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, you should listen to that episode. It was really fun. So the last time I did a Reddit confessions episode, I, <laughs> I was, remember I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Cause like Reddit is a minefield for people to like say weird things. Right. And I remember a lot of them were kind of depressing and they were kind of sad and they weren't really easy to like laugh at. They were, they were a lot more serious than I had anticipated. So I was very tentative when I went to Reddit to try and, and find some good confessions for this episode. Cause I was, I did not have high hopes. Let me tell you, a lot of them delivered. Some of them are kind of serious, but like in a crazy way. So at least there's that shock factor going for it. But a lot of them are also silly. Um, now that I'm like reading the titles of some of these, I'm like, wait, are they silly or did I just completely make this up? And who's to say? Not me. Um, all right. Anyways, should we just jump into it? I think we should. Okay. Okay. This first one says... I silent dumped my ex by helping him get a job halfway across the country. Love that. All right. I, 23 female, broke up with my 30 male ex. And out of kindness, I really didn't break down the situation to anyone. What does that mean? Okay. So I'm confessing it here. Gotcha. 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 Guess I should have just continued reading. Okay. I was with my ex for three and a half years. At first it was amazing. And near the end, he was begging to begging me to marry him. However, the last year and a half were hell. He would freak out at me for going to work. I worked in a bar and would cause a fight anytime I went out without him. Love that. That's super healthy. Um, but he'd never make day plans or make me feel appreciated. I realized I was dumb when I went through his phone and found out he was cheating on me the entire relationship. Awesome. So I helped him get a job halfway across the country. He left two weeks after he got hired. I broke up with him once his plane landed. I'm dead. I never told him why until last week when he told me when he told me he would love me until the day he died. He had he admitted he had cheated on me and I found out he was trying to win me back while he was in a relationship with another woman. So I found her on social media and told her everything that he's a serial cheater. He's now single again and his whole family took my side. Amazing. The ex is adamant I ruined his life. Edit. He saw me. He saw this and sent me money with a memo. <laughs> Stop making me look dumb on the internet. You already left me. Also to my ex, if you can read this, 
No, you look dumb because you are my guy. P.S. Tell your mom I say I love her. That is the definition of someone who cannot handle confrontation. She's like, you know what I'll do? I'll just get you on a plane and I'll make sure you end up so far away from me. And then bada bing, bada boom, we'll just be done. And I kind of love it. It's very, um, it's a peaceful peaceful ending you know it's not this like big dramatic explosion it's just like you know what so crazy but now you literally live in Kansas so we can't do this anymore and he's like okay fair that's I don't know also the restraint of finding out that someone's cheating on you and being able to uh, look them in the eyes (laughs) that is so bold I would not I would not be able to be that big of a person so I commend you for that okay this next one is just silly but it really made me laugh I'm 29 and I only recently only recently did I learn that colonel is pronounced colonel and not colon hell <laughs> so this is obviously the military spelling of colonel c-o-l-o-n-e-l and honestly I love that I love that you're admitting that. That's so bold. I would never, I would literally never do that. Okay. Anyways, my sister is cheating on her spouse. Also, this episode could kind of also double as a family secrets episode because there's a lot of those in here. I noticed, um, and they are, they're juicy. Me, 16 female, me have two sisters. Love that. I, 16 female, have two sisters, A and B. A is 22. B is 21. B has a boyfriend, 40 male. What the? Who is the mo- the father of her child? Who is the mother of her child? Yeah, he's the mother uh, of her child. Teach their own, honestly. Um, that's not what it says. It says father. I'm just a dunce and I read it incorrectly. Okay, so B is 21 and has a 40-year-old boyfriend who's the father of her child. Can we name B? Yeah, we will. A is obviously going to be Annie and B is obviously going to be B. what's a b name brenda brenda okay brenda has a boyfriend 40 male who's the father of her child today annie was visiting and suddenly she looked at her phone and had the most shocked face i asked her what was wrong and she signaled me to come look i look on the screen and see that brenda has confessed to cheating with multiple different people this is t I don't think anyone else knows except for us. And I'm scared of what could happen. What does that even mean? Other people's drama is just so intriguing to me. Um, I'm going to keep quiet for now, but I don't know what to think of her anymore. She had done it once in a past relationship, but they were very toxic and she had a lot of dramatic relationships. So Annie thinks it's just self-sabotage because her brain is wired to create drama. But I don't, I think she just doesn't care about him and wants the drama just because. Once again, he doesn't know yet. And I don't really plan on telling him because that isn't my place. I'm just picturing this 16 year old girl going to this 40 year old man and telling her that her sister, I don't know. It's just, it's icky. It's icky. Um, Once again, he doesn't know and I don't really plan on telling him because it is my place. I'm scared she will tell him or will find out when the baby is around and he will flip out. Oh, so the baby, oh wait, is the baby born? I'm confused. Yeah, it's a father was, I don't know. I'm confused. Okay, anyways, edit. Just to clarify, they met when she was 18 and they dated then. Gross, I know. None of our family really liked it, but it was her choice and she's stubborn as fuck. They broke up for a while and Tim, and Tim, Tim that time, in that time, (laughs) she realized she was pregnant. Oh, 
Anyway, we do know that it is his baby since she took a paternity test since there was only two guys that could have been the father. Not judging her because this was all a surprise at the time. Oh, by the way, her boyfriend was in jail for the time that they weren't together because he had hit her. (gasps) So abusive and toxic. And she still went back. I'm going to try and keep my head out of it, but it's changed my POV of her entirely. Girl. Girl, that's the least of your problems. I'm sorry. This man has been physically abusive. And you're like, yeah, but she cheated on him. So I don't, I think less of her now. Uh, literally. Oh, can we get a wellness check on this girl? I feel so bad. No wonder she's cheating on him. He's probably this like disgusting scumbag. Not that it's right to cheat on anyone, but if it were, I would say it'd be this grimy ass 40 year old man that's dating a 21 year old and went to jail for assault and battery. Actually, I do take it back. Cheating is justified there. I'm on, I'm on the girl's side. Um, okay. I stopped brushing my teeth around 10 years ago. Guys, is this real? There's no way. I can't say for exactly how long or why, but one day I just stopped. I stopped brushing around middle school and I'm not saying I don't at all, just extremely rarely, basically on dates, important meeting stuff. Like can people, this is a thing. These people make me look bad because they write entire paragraphs as just run on sentences and they have randomly capitalized words. And I, it just doesn't make any sense. None of it does. But I think what they're trying to say is that on days they have meetings, they do just to freshen up. Okay, interesting. I haven't seemed to have any issues due to this. I've asked my dentist while in the army. Interesting. In my army, in in my army. (laughs) If my teeth were all right. And other than a bit of calcium buildup, I was fine. When I do brush, no blood comes out of my gums or and no pain or cavities. Am I in no way... Am I in no way condoning this type of behavior? He meant to say, I am in no way condoning this type of behavior. But at some point, if it's working, I'm a bit scared to go back to brushing. See, you had me until that. Not that I think any of that is normal or good or healthy or attractive or appealing. But I'm a bit scared to go back to brushing because it's been working so well not brushing. What is the worst case scenario? Of going back to brushing your teeth. I can't think of one. Your teeth are cleaner. Like you might have more friends because your breath doesn't smell absolutely rank. That's only like those are the only possible outcomes that I could think of that would happen when you start brushing your teeth after not brushing them after a long time. That's just a weird thing to say. At this point, if it's working, I'm a bit scared to go back to brushing. Well, did you have to add that in? I don't think so. I dumped a (laughs) guys I'm excited for this one also let me say that I haven't read a lot of these I read the titles and I kind of was able to like get a gist of like if this was going to be funny or like crazy or just straight up depressing um this one I have high hopes for I dumped a batch of pasta in a toilet and then fed it to my entire extended family I love this. Let's read. Years ago, my entire family came to our part of the country for a big camping trip. My dad cooked spaghetti the first night. When the pasta was ready, he told my cousin and I to take it away from the camp and drain so wildlife wouldn't be attractive. We headed out, each holding the big pot. Soon after, we stumbled upon the bathrooms. We what? Okay. We checked in the big handicapped bathroom and it had sort of a bidet toilet slash urinal. Wow. A three in one that looked perfect for a quick strain. I'm dead. 
I'm dead. I just thought they were going to strain it like in the woods because it's just water, right? It's just the water that would be coming out of it. So I would just think that they would hold the the colander over. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and then the water would just like land on the ground because it's water and because of gravity, obviously. Um, so why are they even thinking about like a bathroom? Like, that's actually disgusting. I would rather if I had nowhere to dump the the pasta water. I would rather go outside than dump it in a toilet. Like, why are you going into like some gross, grimy campsite bathroom with food? That was your first mistake. Um, we checked the big handicap bathroom and it's sort of a blah, 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 three in one. Yeah. Like I said, that looked perfect for a quick strain. Never once have I looked at a toilet and thought, hmm, that looks perfect for a quick strain. My cousin held the colander and I tipped the pot full of pasta. Of course, it all slid out at once. <gasps> And he lost his grip of the colander. Splash. We love an onomatopoeia. Everything went in the toilet. We immediately pulled it out. No. No. It's just pasta. It's just pasta. Uh, I hate this. And started freaking out and trying to figure out what just happened and how to make it right. What just happened is you were stupid. And these are the consequences of your own stupid actions. After a quick discussion. What? The way that they're describing this moment is just killing me. Like then him and the cousin go into like a notice. Notice that I immediately assume that this is a man just saying, just saying, I don't think any woman would try and go strain pasta <laughs> over a bidet. Also, let me just say there's no way a campsite bathroom has a bidet. Huh? I just don't. I just. I just don't think so, if I had to guess. Okay. Uh, after a quick discussion, we decided to rinse off the pasta. So they had a quick little huddle. They're like, what do we do? We decided to rinse off the pasta and not tell anyone. We headed back terrified of what would just happened. Before dinner, my aunt said a prayer, and I remember vividly thinking I was going to hell. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so aggressive. Never once in my life have I ever thought that. Definitely not overfeeding someone toilet pasta mostly because I've never done that but I still think if I did I don't know I don't think I'd be like wow I'm going to hell uh that seems like kind of a big leap like what sin is that <laughs> toilet pasta is that in the bible I don't think so okay um uh I remember thinking I was going to hell and that everyone would wake up puking and shitting the next morning that is plausible actually I don't think you would go to hell but I could see people waking up puking and shitting uh, we both ate the food in solidarity with everyone and it was quite tasty. Did you have to include that detail? You didn't. You really, really just didn't. Oh, I hate that. Thankfully, everyone was good the next day and no one ever found out. I, okay, what I will say, what I was expecting was that these people pissed him off. And so he was like, I'm just going to go dump it in the toilet and then feed it to them. Like as like an act of rebellion or um, revenge or something. But so this is not what I was expecting, but it just makes me think that this person is stupid, unfortunately. Okay, moving on. This one's juicy, I think. My son is a product of my ex's affair. Ooh. Okay, ready? I'm raising an eight-year-old boy who is not my bio kid. My ex-wife cheated on me and got pregnant. She wasn't sure if it was mine because she was on birth control. What? Okay, I'm not sure how that would affect 
not knowing who the father was. Okay. When he turned to, it became obvious that he wasn't mine and my marriage was over. My ex tried to shut me out of his life, but over the years I got physical custody and she paid me child support. This is so interesting for all intents and purposes. He is my son emotionally and legally. I don't think he knows how he was sired. We do not look alike and it's becoming more obvious as he gets older. He looks like his bio father. It kills me how hurt he will be if and when he finds out. He will he will because he's very into science and asks questions about his heritage. I try to smother him with as much love as possible and hope he's not too hurt by everyone telling him the truth. Wait, who's telling him the truth? Okay, I don't think I don't think it's that big of a deal. Is that dramatic? No, I think it's insensitive. That's what I was looking for. I mean, this kid has two parents that love him and a father he doesn't know about. (laughs) I mean, there's worse situations to be in. You know what I mean? Okay. I pretended to be a guy's girlfriend to make him popular. This is going to be a good one. I feel like me just adding I feel like because I have actually no idea. I felt sorry for this guy. He was extremely socially awkward and is in a very strict religion. I feel bad for him too. He has Asperger's, which makes it hard for him to form connections. I had no interest in him, TBH. He would have a hard time dating a girl outside of his faith. Only reason I agreed was his family was really nice and let me use their ATV. Oh, you are in the South. You are in Mississippi or Arkansas. I just know it. Anyways, I went to some church events and pretended I was all over him. (laughs) Pretended. She wasn't actually all over him, but she pretended. Um, I was a date for him to a church dance and even kissed him in the middle of the dance floor so everyone could see us. To make things worse, he told me a girl in his church circle, he told me of a girl in his church circle that very rudely rejected him. That's mean. So at church activity, I subtly degraded her. (laughs) I feel like that's just like normal church though, like getting subtly degraded. Um, we were playing ultimate frisbee and I kept making jokes about how short her arms and legs were and how uncoordinated she was. I'm very tall and athletic. She, she, she notes, Jesus. Uh, we made some fake photos of us doing stuff together, like hiking so he could use them for later on. That's, this is like, you really went above and beyond. Then after a few activities, I stopped going. It worked well for him. He had no problem finding a date after that. And he got married to a girl in his church. Stop. I love this. As far as I know, he has never told anyone about this, including his wife. Well, how would you know that? No offense. (laughs) How would you know the inner conversations of man and wife? After that, he became kind of a narcissist. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) It's funny because I was like, wow, this is such a happy ending. But there was like two more full sentences and now I'm, I'm scared. Apparently... He talked to girls like he was doing them a favor by talking to them. I learned he told people that he had to reject me because I refused to join his church. Oh boy. I do feel bad for him using me to quote unquote get back at girls that rejected him. I do feel bad for him using me. Yeah, I get that. On the other hand, I feel like a superhero that I helped him. (laughs) kind of a narcissistic thing to say don't you think and she just like turns it and now she's a narcissist as well I'm kidding she sounds very nice the look on people's faces when they saw us like he can get that get a girl like that kind of look was priceless okay yeah I do think he might be a narcissist I would never say that about myself (laughs) he can get a girl like that girl I mean okay confidence I guess all right 
this one is this one sounds like tea and this is a really this is a long one so buckle up buckle up betty and maybe get out some popcorn and uh a juice box i don't know maybe because we're 12 why did i like why were those my go-to things i haven't had a juice box in years really really i promise i haven't um i actually don't think i have that was okay i don't know what i'm doing all right my ex boss my ex boss okay was an asshole who treated me like shit so as revenge i seduced and slept with his wife are we kidding? This is the kind of juice that I've always been wanting from these confessions. Let's dive in. My ex-boss was the worst. He hated everyone on our team and me and my colleagues hated him as well. He hated me the most because I refused to do any work outside of my work hours. So me. That is so me. My colleagues give in to his tyranny and do work whenever he asks, but I refuse to. So I was the first in his firing line. And just like I predicted, he fired me based on some bullshit reasons. This happened over a year ago. About six months ago, they had a company party, but the party was at a beach resort kind of thing. So anyone could just walk in. My previous colleagues invited me because I was also involved in that project before I was fired. So there was, so I went and there, that's where I met my boss's wife, Lucy, not her real name. Okay, good. She was very sweet and she and I hit it off, even though she was in, she was in her late thirties and I am only 25. Okay. Towards the end, I asked her how she ended up here and she told me. I was surprised that this asshole had got such a pretty sweet wife. We talked about reading and books and so she invited me to her book club. I never told her that I worked under her husband, that I had worked under her husband. Okay. At first, I joined the book club because I like books as well and I just wanted to see if there were other cute girls there, lol. But then me and Lucy hit it off and we started seeing each other as friends and then pretty soon she was telling me everything about her life. She was emotional with me and trusted me. Turns out her husband is an asshole to her as well and she would tell me about her marriage troubles. This is when I'm like, are you in too deep at this point? Like this is getting just intense. I was feeling attraction towards her because she was very pretty and we started connecting emotionally as well. I then realized that I could get two birds with one stone. Not the phrase, but okay. I started flirting with her over the phone and making sexual jokes and innuendos. Okay. At first, she was hesitant and then she started flirting back with me. And then I decided to escalate. So about a month after Oh my God, I can't read this. So about a month ago, I invited her to have a quote unquote friendly dinner. Why does that sound like he's going to poison her? (laughs) We had a quote unquote friendly dinner. We had a nice dinner and then we went to have drinks at a bar nearby. I put my moves on her (laughs) and flirted hard. She was tipsy and she started flirting with me as well. After a few drinks, I invited her back to my place to have some wine. She said, yes, at that point, I'm sure she knew what was going to happen. Um, we, and uh, we, oh my God, we went back to my place and then after a glass of wine, I kissed her. She kissed me back and then we hooked up. She told me the next day that it was a mistake and to never talk about it again. But then the next week she was in my bed again. This has happened several more times and it's turned into a full blown affair. I don't regret screwing over my ex boss, but I do regret using her like this. She's a really sweet person and she doesn't deserve this. This is kind of awful. Feels good to finally get this off my chest. Um, if you feel that bad, maybe you shouldn't be doing it to have it 
escalate that much i feel like is insane like i thought when i read the title i was like oh it was just like a one-time thing not that that makes it any more valid but like a full-blown affair that's that's aggressive and she doesn't know like you're just lying to her oh I can't okay my mom told me for 20 years my dad was dead later I found out he's alive and I have 50 plus siblings what the fuck guys okay buckle up for this wild ride my friends trigger warning death slash car accident that's what they put I just wanted to give you guys a heads up Growing up, I always remember my mom being a single mom. I don't remember the exact moment she told me my dad was dead because I was so young. I have kind of always known. My mom told me that my dad died in a car accident two months before I was born. She said he was hit by a drunk semi-driver, semi, semi semi-truck driver, semi-truck driver, um, anyways, and was killed instantly on impact. That was a horrible sentence to start singing. I wish I hadn't. Okay. Obviously no one questions their own mother, especially at a young age. You believe their every word. This is what I always told people growing up. If they asked about my dad, I would say, I don't have a dad because he was killed. My mom took this lie so far to the point that even on financial aid papers, she claimed to be a widower. That's crazy. I never caught on to the lies, but when I asked questions, she said things that just made sense to me. Like, mom, why don't you have any photos of dad? She told me they all burned in a house fire. She told me they all burned in a house fire started by, oh, in a house fire started by the dryer right after I was born. This made sense because we had moved into a new house when I was very young. I tried to research my dad and his death, but nothing ever came of it. I assumed because back in the day they didn't have computers or the internet that nothing was online. I later found out that his name was Donald according to my birth certificate and I had to force I had to force my mom to give me so I could get my license. A lot of times I tried to ask her questions. Okay, Jesus, sorry. I'm this story is like confusing me because of the way they wrote this. A lot of times I tried to ask more questions when I got older, but my mom became visibly angry when I did. When I did this, eventually I just stopped because I didn't want to get yelled at anymore. I tried asking family members questions and literally no one, even my grandma knew my mom and my grandma are super close. So this was odd to me. Fast forward to when I was 19, I started to see a therapist after being a victim of attempted kidnapping. Oh my God. And was diagnosed with PTSD. This is crazy. My therapist told me to take a DNA test. What? Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, I asked my mom to pay for it because I was a poor college student. She right away got so mad and started yelling at me. No offense. Why would you even tell your mom that you're taking a DNA test? She claimed that the government was going to clone my DNA and sell it. So I never ended up taking it. I can't fast forward to when I was 20 years old around Thanksgiving time. My three friends and I had a fun day of baking cookies and talking all day long until I brought up the stories of my past and my dead father. I had a conspiracy I made up about my life totally as a joke. I told my therapist and now my friends, what if my mom had a one night stand with a rock star and got pregnant with me? Oh my God, this is going to be insane. This is going to be really insane. I'm, I just am so excited. She was never able to find him again. So she couldn't tell him my theory wasn't too off. Damn. I hope it's a rock star. My family's extremely Catholic. So to stay in the good graces of my grandparents, she made up a lie that she met someone, got married, got pregnant. And then her husband just happened to die right off, right before I was born. She told everyone in her life that that is insane. 
But this is what really went down. I took a DNA test and then confronted my mom about it. She finally confessed that she always wanted to have a child but never wanted to get married. She found a clinic that would do sperm donor babies. She had two miscarriages before me, all with different donors. The third time she got pregnant with me, the name Donald's came from the donor. There was no dad that died in a car accident. All lies. With my results from the DNA test, a girl messaged me claiming to be my half-sister. She was correct and introduced me to a group chat to the other siblings, with the other siblings. This was two years ago and we had only 30 half-siblings at the time. Oh, only. Only 30. Okay. Uh, Now we are up to 50 and expecting more around Christmas time. What does that mean? There's going to be more siblings at Christmas? Are they all being birthed at Christmas time? I don't understand. Um, As for my quote unquote dad being alive, we found this out recently. After years of research and sleuthing, my my sisters found our donor through leads from the DNA test. We have reached out to him and he is grateful to know about us. We have limited contact due to his family and horrible wife. His wife wants to keep her good reputation. He never told his family about being a sperm donor in college because of his extremely Catholic family. I wish he would tell them and we could and we could meet our cousins, aunts and grandparents, but it's unlikely he ever will. If you made it if you made it this because that because that makes sense. If you made it this letting me share my story, totally, whatever that means. That is fucking insane. I will say I had high hopes that it was going to be with someone famous, so it's a little disappointing to know that she just used a donor, but the thing that's so crazy to me is she told everyone in her life because she was like super religious. Uh, I, okay, I get it, but that's a way worse lie than what actually happened. Like that's a super dramatic lie in comparison to the truth of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's not that big of a deal to be like, oh, I just used a sperm donor, but to be like, no, I actually secretly got married and then he died and none of you met him somehow. Like that is... I don't know. Does seem a little bit far off to someone? Okay. I figured out yesterday that my son isn't biologically mine. My wife doesn't know that I know. There's always one of these like, and you don't know that I know that we know, but you know, you know, and I, I don't, that it gets confusing. My son is almost one year now. He doesn't look anything like me and people have always teased me about it, but I couldn't get the nagging idea that he might not actually be mine out of my head. So I got our DNA compared to my wife's, got our DNA compared to my wife's behind my back. Oh, compared behind my wife's back. And he's definitely not biologically mine. I found out yesterday and I'm honestly crushed. Not only did my wife cheat on me with another man, but she likely knows our son isn't biologically mine or at the very least suspects it. I've already contacted an attorney who's going to take this and work on assisting me through a divorce. I see a lot of late nights drinking alone in my future, even after this nightmare is over. That is really sad. That is really, really sad. Um, it's also sad because that's, um, it's a real one, two punch. It's like your wife was cheating on you and your kid isn't yours, you know? And you think of those two things as like one combined moment, but those are two separate things that would be hurtful to find out in and of itself. And then you just put them all together that you find out in one moment. That's crazy. And this is the thing that I don't understand. 
we've talked about this before with like big secrets. Like how did she think that she was going to be able to hide this from her own husband? Especially if he's, he's almost a year old. That is not old (laughs) in case you're wondering. He's, it's obviously going to get worse. Like as he starts to look like an actual human being, it's going to get worse and he'll look even less like this guy's. So like, what was her plan here? Do you know what I'm saying? Like you had to kind of have an end game in mind, I would think. Um, all right, let's see. This one says I have his secret baby. Oh my God. Is this literally the wife from the one above? That'd be, that'd be a real, a real brain teaser. Okay. I 30 female started seeing my baby daddy 52. What is with everyone having like a 20 year age gap? Started seeing my baby daddy 52 male three years ago. I had our baby three months ago. Our relationship was never public, but I thought we were exclusive. Ooh, T. 15 years ago, he was my high school teacher. Oh, I hate that so much. He feared our relationship was, he feared if our relationship was public, it would ruin his reputation and destroy his career, that his children would disown him. Turns out it's because he had a girlfriend the whole time. Is this for real? Okay. My anger wants to implode his life. I don't blame you. Update. He doesn't know I know. Wait. Okay. So the baby isn't a secret from him, I'm assuming, right? It's a secret from like the public, I guess. Uh, Update. He doesn't know I know. I thought we were exclusive because we had a conversation and agreed we were exclusive. Yeah, that's a pretty good reason to think so. He did not groom me. That's always a good thing to hear. We hadn't spoken in 11 years before reconnecting and eventually developing a relationship. It's not illegal to date a former student, but it's those accusations that he feared and I understood. I've met his children, 18 female and 13 female, spent time with them, gave them birthday gifts. I've given 13 female digital art lessons. They saw me pregnant, but have not met their sibling. I was introduced as a friend. In what world is a 52-year-old man introducing his teenage kids to a 30-year-old woman who's pregnant and has given them gifts and be like, she's just a friend? That's so bizarre to me. He's around but not involved with our baby. He doesn't want to be a parent to our baby, and I had accepted that. He still helps me with errands, lets me borrow his truck when my car won't work, brings me coffee and or a meal once a week. He's not married. He's in a relationship with a coworker, but he also works with his ex-wife. Oh, my God, this guy. Update number two, I've blocked his socials and phone number. I contacted his ex-wife and told her about our baby, how we met. I left it up to her to tell her children about their sibling. Tomorrow, I'm going to the courthouse to file for custody and child support. Oh, my God. That is a crazy one. That has a lot of layers to it, too. I... Okay, this is another one where there's just, like, so many layers of the betrayal. Um, Like, having to date someone in, like, a secret because of the way that his reputation could be affected, that is, like, already, that would be so hard. And then you add this layer that, oh, wait, it's not actually for his reputation. It's because he has a girlfriend. And you have a kid with him. And then... He, like, lies to his kids about, like, why did she ever even meet his kids? That's what I'm, that's, like, why did he get so involved? And then, I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? 
it seems like he could have taken a few other steps to avoid this whole thing. Okay. I think I have two more here. This one says my two year relationship ended and I got ghosted. We were together and had an apartment together for two years. I'm female 24. He's male 31. He left on vacation two weeks ago to visit his family and he never came back. (laughs) Not going to lie. I feel like someone ripped my heart out of my chest, stomping on it and spit in my face. I don't feel like I'll get into a relationship again because this is the worst feeling of my life. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Did he literally just never come back? Is that, do you know what I'm saying? Um, like, is he okay? Is he alive? That's what the top comment was too, was like, can you contact his family and make sure he's okay? Cause is she just like jumping to that conclusion or did he like, did he tell her by the way, I'm never coming back. Cause I feel like that was a crucial piece of information that we didn't really, we didn't really get. Do you, what do you, what do you think? Um, this one just made me laugh. Um, very annoyed is the title. <laughs> it's just one sentence. My girlfriend is very beautiful, but she has this terrible habit of the fucking duck lips and it drives me insane. I just think it's so funny. Um, it, that's such a funny thing that annoys you so much that you feel like you have to put it in a confessions Reddit thread. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of a lot, but I wonder if you just told her that maybe though, that, that might be be helpful uh this one says my boyfriend once ripped his shirt in half and started throwing things when his favorite team lost i feel like this is a all too common occurrence yep ripped the shirt right off his back stormed into his room throwing and kicking things like a toddler once canceled our date because another one of his favorite teams was playing and he insisted that it wouldn't be the same if he recorded it we don't have any other issues in our relationship he's perfect in every way except when it comes to sports he loves to talk about it and show me videos of highlights but i simply do not care i don't like watching sports or hearing about it i've talked to him about it multiple times before that i'm not interested in it and sometimes he takes it too far brought up the time he ripped his shirt He got really defensive talking about how important sports are to him and that I wouldn't understand. It's true. I don't understand. At the end of the day, it's nothing but entertainment. Won't change anything in his life. Still won't make plans whenever there's a big game on. Between football and basketball happening at the same time, it's basically all the time. Always wanting me to watch them with him and trying to explain what's going on and getting upset when I'm not paying attention. What frustrates me more is when there's something I want to watch he either refuses or would be on his on his phone the entire time. It's okay that we have a different interests, but don't be hypocritical about it. <sighs> you should probably break up with him. That's like, in what world is someone acting like a fucking toddler, like at all normal? Why is that normalized? Why is men acting like literal children when it comes to sporting events? Like, so we're just like, no, boys being boys. Um, no, they actually need to become grown ass men and not be so strange. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there's, I can't think of any, this is bringing me to a tangent that I've been seeing a lot of recently. Um, not me about to get deep, but I kind of am like, you know, this whole notion that, um, gross men have said for years of like, women are terrible leaders because they're so emotional and they lead with emotion. Have you met an angry man before ever? 
I've never seen a more irrational specimen than an angry man. Are you kidding? Pretty much every bad thing that has happened in this country is because of an angry man. And then it's like, it's stuff like this where it's like so normalized, like men acting like fucking children, throwing things, ripping things when their sports team loses. Um, and that's just considered normal because we're so like desensitized to men being fucking children when they don't get what they want. I don't know something about it. It just doesn't sit right with me. It's like when you start realizing one thing and then it just starts showing up everywhere and everywhere and everywhere. Like that's what's been happening. Um, anyways, on that lovely note, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Be sure to follow the podcast on whatever, um, platform you listen to subscribe, follow, add, whatever the word is. Um, and follow the podcast on Instagram at parchcorecombos.pod. Uh, that's where you can DM me episode ideas, anything you want me to talk about, um, or just come say hi and chat. Uh, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.